Parenting is a full-time job, and providing effective support for today's teens can be challenging. The Parent Engage 360 podcast aims to provide connections and information from experts in the fields of chemical health, mental health, internet safety, and more. It's a comprehensive view on parenting, provided in a personal, convenient format. Tune in to today's episode of the Parent Engage 360 podcast series. Welcome and glad you're joining us today for this podcast. I'm Liz Burgard, Parent Involvement Coordinator. When I think of the beauty of spring, I think of a time of new growth, lush greenery, and listening to the birds do their thing. It is also a time that the third trimester starts for students, and many families are thinking about or talking about school transitions. This can include graduating from high school, moving from middle school to high school, fifth grade to middle school, or starting school for the first time in kindergarten. Moving from middle school to high school can seem exciting yet overwhelming to many. In today's podcast, we're going to hear from Lila Gilliard, senior at Coon Rapids High School, and John Pena, principal at Coon Rapids High School. We're going to have a conversation about the day in the life of a high school student and have takeaways for students and parents who are wondering what a typical day in high school can look like. I know there are many things in high school that are that are still similar to when I was in school a long time ago and so much has changed. So I really want to thank John and Lila for being here today and sharing about their journey and sharing tips with us as um, we promote what school can look like and does look like at the high school level. So thank you for being here today, John and Lila. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Lila, can you uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and um, what a day in the life of looks like for you? I have gone to Coon Rapids my whole life. I um, went to elementary school here. I went to middle school at Coon Rapids Middle School just uh, across the field. And then I went here all four years. Um, I usually wake up around 630 and I leave for school and get here half an hour early. (laughs) And I'll usually read until class starts. And I have economics first hour. Then I'll go to my literature class and then I have a study hall where I usually do my homework for English in that class and then I've got healthy living and I have lunch the last lunch of the day and then I have um, my calc seminar class after that I um, get on the bus for lacrosse practice we bus to adrenaline sports and Ramsey and um, do that for a couple hours and then I bus home and drive home and then I usually have homework or I'll read and eat supper and do it again. (laughs) (laughs) You're quite busy. I know you said you do lacrosse now and you did um, sports each season as well too. So this is pretty much what you do all year long. Yes. (laughs) And you will be graduating in the next couple of months here. So you're, you're wrapping up your senior year. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming quick. It's goes slow, but fast, I think. Right. Yes, very. I mean, honestly, even in freshman year, graduation felt very far away. And right. it came a lot quicker than I thought. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing a little bit about you, Lila. John, can you talk about your path to becoming a, the, Coon Rapid, the Coon Rapids High School principal? <laughs> the Ohio State University? That's right, yeah. Um, you know, I you know, I thought I was busy, um, but listening to her day is like... Uh, I'm like whoa, I got a, I got a lot of stuff I should pick up on, but no, you know I I um you know getting here, you know I went to um and kids are gonna laugh when they hear this because you should see them in the hallway. I think I might have asked you if you're going to Augsburg before, haven't I? 
Have I asked you that? You're going to law school, right? No. All right. Well, she should. Um, so, so I, uh, you know, my, my undergrad was in was at Oxford College where I got my teaching license. And then, you know, I was a teacher in Minneapolis Public Schools for a little bit. Um, and then I went back and got my uh, degree, um, my master's degree, and then I worked on my uh, principal licensure. And uh, once I started in that field is when I came out to the Inoka Hennepin District. Um, and I first started out as an um, administrative intern at Oakview Middle School. Um, and then from there, I went, I stay, stayed there for a year. And then I did my second year of an internship at Jackson Middle School, but then stayed on um, as an assistant principal at Jackson Middle School for four years total. Um, and then from there, I um, moved over to um, Anoka Middle School as an uh, assistant principal there, where I did my last 10 years as assistant principalship. And, um, you know, that led me to, to this space here right now. So it's my first year as the, the high school principal at the I, uh, you just have a really great breadth of, of knowledge, even of our school district, right? Like Jackson's in um, Hennepin County and then going to Anoka Middle School, which has arts as, as their um, focus. And then, and then coming to Coon Rapids, you just have a really nice understanding of our district and how the different parts work because every area in our dis district and each school is so unique and different. Yeah, they are, you know, and, and that's one of the, the only, the only, um, but I have to give you a caveat here. The only, only portion of our district I have not touched was our Blaine area. Oh, yeah. But, but my wife is a school nurse at Blaine. And so okay. I kind of have like an indirect uh, exposure to the Blaine area. So, um, so yeah, you know, it's, it is, um, it is pretty unique from, from school to school and, you know, area to area is unique, you know, mm -hmm. they all come with, um, you know, these, these different dynamics that you have to navigate through, you know, some, some say positive, negative, this, that, the other, I just call them opportunities um, for growth, you know, for myself to, to really understand what our school district is like. Mm -hmm. um, and, and how to navigate it effectively to help, help out with the students. So um, it, it's been a pretty cool ride, actually. Mm -hmm. I working at the district office and we have a staff in each building. So it's been a really uh, amazing experience to see the school cultures at every building. And once you're in them, you're like, oh, yeah, it is so different everywhere you go. But it's also wonderful to know like the systems are set up the same and curriculum that we offer is the same. But it's a little bit different where um whatever part of the the district that you're in yeah so you get to bring that that beautiful blend to coon rapids this year and the students are very lucky to have you there yeah, thank you lila the last couple of years as we all can say have been very strange i don't know there's probably many words to describe what it's been like but i'll pick strange um what has been the best part for you for high school your pe favorite memories looking back as you said freshman year seems not that long ago but it went very fast so what are some of your favorite memories from high school well um with the strange part with covid and um doing online school especially for the majority of last year my favorite part was being able to use my notes on the calc test <laughs> <laughs> that, um, wow, that's great. <laughs> yes, it made it a lot easier. There's so many formulas to remember, so having notes made that a lot better. And then um, I also liked sleeping between classes. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> um, as far as like favorite favorite memories, um, I do Nordic skiing, and um, we do a trip in the winter called winter camp or ski camp, and. Uh, we go to Wisconsin, Hayward area, and we ski the Berkey, which is like um, 50K or 31 miles. 
and it's a really good training exercise for the season. <laughs> um, you know, I you know I gotta cut her off there for a quick second. Chrissy's like, yeah, we do a 50k or a 31 miles. I'll, I'll tell you, um, <laughs> the the one of the first days I when I started here, one of my one of my deals, and I did this little video for students about you know getting involved, you know, get involved in the community. Like you know, you mentioned I've been involved in a number of areas of our district. Um, but I think one thing that's important is like students and staff, you know, get involved in the different activities that happen in our building, right? Because you want to be well-rounded within that building. And so one of the first days is I was doing all these different, um, you know, just trying out different sports and you know, different activities. And I'm like, hey, you know, just, you know, give it a try. But that's not for me. And I remember <laughs> she ran cross country and we get there. And so I was going to work with her and a couple other girls. I'm doing, you know, kind of a little skit for this video. And the coach is up there and he's like, and mind you, this is the very first day of practice, very first day of practice. And, you know, I'm at the, you know, the opening practice or whatever. And the coach is up there and he's on top and he's talking to all these kids. He's like, yeah, you know, we're going to start out with, um, we're going to run uh, eight minute, um, eight minute miles for 10 miles. And I, I was like, <laughs> what did he just say? And I look at her and I'm like, did he? and she's laughing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Like people train for months to run the Twin Cities 10 mile. And here they are running it at practice for the, the first day. day. And, mm-hmm. and I look over at her and she's like got no emotion to it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm lucky if I run 10 feet. And people here like, yeah, we're ready to go. And I'm like, what is going on here? So when she's sitting here saying, yeah, it's pretty cool. We got a 31 mile Nordic ski. I'm like, you guys are kidding me. To be fair, we practice over the summer. Okay. So <laughs> but, um, the we we don't ski all thirty one miles. We do about twenty eight of it. Oh, just twenty eight. Got it. <laughs> but um, it, it's like a three day thing. We stay at a hotel. There's a hot tub, a sauna, a pool, and um, it's just so much fun. But we hadn't been able to do it the last two years because mm-hmm. my tenth grade year it was raining and our bus slid off the highway. Um. And then uh, last year, obviously, COVID made that an issue, especially with the season starting late. It actually started after we would have gotten back from that. But it's it's just really, really fun to do that um, team bonding and then mm-hmm. just getting in some good workouts. Awesome. It, it Being a freshman in your freshman year was regular. And, and then... No, freshman year, you start, COVID started your freshman year, right? COVID started um, last try of my sophomore year. Last try of your sophomore year. So freshman year, you had a, a quote unquote normal year. Yes. And then sophomore year was different. And then junior year was different. And now senior year, we've had some, we've worked through some things, but it seems like we're hopefully transitioning back to whatever our new normal is. So you've had some really unique opportunities, like you had talked about with online school and the best part was sleeping between classes. None of us have ever had that opportunity and hopefully we'll never have that opportunity again. Um, but just to kind of have that interesting lens of what freshman year to senior has looked like for all students that are graduating with you today is, is a really um, important thing to think about as, as all of you are graduating, moving into life, whatever that looks like for everyone. So thanks for sharing that with us. Um, what about, what is the most exciting thing you're looking forward to as graduation is upon us in June? I'll be honest. I'm pretty nervous because I'm not a hundred percent sure where I'm going and what I'm doing, 
Yeah. Um, college in mind, River Falls, but I'm not sure what my major is. I'm okay with that. You know, I can decide that later. But I've also been considering the trades recently, and that um, that's something I would need to get on. But um, <laughs> I'm mostly looking forward to, and this could sound weird, but getting a job. I've never had a job because I've uh, had a lot to deal with with advanced classes and um, sports. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really had time for that. I probably could have made time, but it wasn't a huge priority. So it'd be kind of interesting, I think, to have that kind of schedule and just make money sounds nice. Mm-hmm. It's really cool that you have options, like that you're not, you know what you maybe want to do or you're thinking about different things that you can do, um, but that you have options of things that you can do after you graduate, which is a, a beautiful thing. Um, John, how about you? I mean, I know what you do for a job, kind of. I, I think I know what a principal does, but what is the best, I don't know all the details, but what is the best part as being a principal? I know you were an assistant principal for at least 15 years or 15 years-ish, and now you're a head principal. What are the best parts about it? You know, to be honest, this, you know, having these dialogues with kids and, um, you know, one, one thing Lila's not sharing with you is she's a pretty, uh, pretty good artist as well. Um, I remember walking into her classroom um, and I was watching her this draw and I was like, what? I said, did you draw that? And she's like, yeah. So I took a picture of it. You know, I asked permission first. Then I took a picture to share it with Mr. Walrath, who's our activities director, because I know that, you know, she speaks with Mr. Walrath quite often too. So I was like, you know, for me, it's it's being able to to wander wander into different spaces in the building, right? Because it's different as a teacher. You know, you have your teaching, your 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 class load that you got to teach and whatnot. Um, I get to walk around, right? I get to walk around into different spaces to see what's going on and um, where I can provide some support. But you know, mostly I get to go and see all the great things our kids are doing, um, and and I get to have dialogues with the kids too to see um, kind of their school experience, you know, and. And uh, in some cases, those dialogues are, are difficult, having difficult ones. Um, and in, in some cases, they're, 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 they're very, um, I, I don't want to say um, easy or whatever, because nothing's easy. But mm-hmm. the dialogues are so different. But the, the greatest thing about it is having them, you know, whether they're, you know, for something that happened in a negative way or something, a positive way, whatever it is, it's, it's having those open, honest dialogue with the kiddos um, that, kind of really, um, you know, fill my bucket, you know, because even when, even when we're having, um, like, like, um, in a time of turmoil or whatever, um, I'm really thankful that, you know, they're having it with me, you know, through the good or the bad, you know, we're having those dialogues. So for me, you know, the best part of my job is, um, um, seeing these little kiddos, um, kind of be what they can be, you Mm -hmm. know, no matter what it is. So Lila just said, she's, I don't know what I want to do. I want to go to college. I want to get a job. I want to go into trades. I mean, it's, it's really kind of an undecided right now. Um, but the thing about it is you mentioned that it's the options, giving themselves mm-hmm. the options to do that. And so watching them kind of dialogue with that amongst themselves and um, as well as them visiting with their, their trusted adults in the buildings and having conversations with them, um, you know, watching all of that happen um, is, is kind of, a, it, it's a blast. You know, it really is. Um, and like I said, in, in the positive interactions and negative interactions, just watching people work through those things is kind of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Some it depends on where you are in that conversation, right? <laughs> um, you know, but but it is kind of fun, you know, because we we keep talking about society and COVID and kind of the detriment, and it's the social discourse that you know that that people are having and, and trying to have those in a way 
um, that's productive, you know, because you know, we're, we're going to have disagreements along the way and, you know, and we're going to have people agree along the way, but mm-hmm. it's really cool to watch them navigate through that. And, and like I said, between each other, between students and staff and um, just the navigation through that and just watching kids grow. I mean, and, and I, and I, and the funny thing is I get to go to all classes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're not stuck in your one classroom. Yeah. I get to walk in any class I want. So some days I'm in the band room, some days I'm in the choir room, next day I'm in the math room. And when she's talking about calculus, I'm telling you, Kids are a lot smarter than I am, and because I walked into <laughs> one of those classes and I'm like, I thought this was math class, and the way like, it is, I'm like, there's more letters than numbers. Reading <laughs> class, and I'm like, what's going on here? You know, and so I like walked in the class and I left with a headache because I'm like, I don't get what's going on. You know, I I, I might have been, you know, I should have just been in a foreign language class because. It was like, what's going on? What happened to the one, two, and three? You know, um, but but that's that's the best part of the day is just you know seeing the kids in 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 their in their areas of greatness, you know, and seeing the mm-hmm. staff in their areas of greatness, and you know sharing that with each other. Um, that's been a lot of fun. John, do you think um, I I have cousins that are in high school, and I I love having conversations with them because I feel like I always get so much more out of it than the and the youth that I'm talking to, I'm like, wow, that's a really great point. Or like, you are way smarter than I am. Or I never even thought about it that way. So I think that that's also, I'm not sure how you feel about that, but you have conversations with high school students all day, every day. Do you kind of feel that same thing where you like, when you get home at the end of the day and kind of debrief, you're like, wow, I learned a lot from people that are significantly younger than me and they know way more than me. Yeah, you know, and that, as adults, I'll just share this with, you know, any adult that would listen is I would say stop talking and do more listening. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids, um, and, and, I, and I would say, um, I wouldn't say my generation wasn't smart. You know, I think we're pretty intelligent people. <laughs> um, but I would say we, we I, I'll, I'll speak for me, I was not as exposed as these kids are nowadays. You know, with this instant access, with technology to everything, right? They have instant access to everything. They're way in tune. They know more about <clears throat> what's happening in the world than we want them, than we want to give them credit for. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'll have conversations with kids and, you know, they'll be sharing with me about, you know, some of these um, current events that I'm not aware of, right? But they're fully in tune with it, right? Um, they'll, they'll share with me some things that are happening anywhere. And I'm like, wait, and, and but, along with sharing, they're giving their perspective on it, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just to hear the way their minds are thinking, right, is way greater than I think we give them credit for. And as adults, you know, we always talk about, um, we're just trying to do what's best for you. We're trying to guide you in the right direction and this, that, the other, right? <laughs> we always talk about, um, in high school, right, we're preparing the kids for the real world. Um, you know, news alert, uh, our kids are in the real world. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're in more of a real world than we will ever know. And unless we are willing um, to really sit and listen, you know, we're not doing the students a disservice by that because they're going to continue to live in that and grow in that. We're, we're doing ourselves a disservice because we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to hear that and to help guide them. Because if we truly want them, and we truly want them to get to their best spaces and we truly want to be there to support them. We need to listen to them and know where they're at. Right. And, and maybe 
do some learning about them rather than have them do some learning about us. Right. right. And so I, I learn a ton from them each and every day. And I'm telling you, they have a, they have a language, you know, today, you know, especially social media, all those little acronyms they use. <laughs> um, you know, I was sitting here, I'm like, what does this mean? What does that mean? You know, and I got a six, I got a sixth grade daughter, right. And an eighth grade son. And, um, you know, I'm like, I'm like, Bella, she's 12 years old. I'm like, hey, what does this mean? And I, <laughs> I know. And, and she's like, oh, glad, right? And I'm like, yeah, what does it mean? And so um, I think we need to do a lot more listening, um, you know, than talking sometimes because these kids, mm-hmm. they're, they're way passing us up. They are. And that's awesome to see. You know, you, you don't want to discourage that. You want to encourage it, right? So you want to provide them that opportunity. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Lila, I know you talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but can you tell people like generically kind of what high school is like, like how many, how many periods, if you were attending Coon Rapids High School each day and you're at school all the, all day, because we know there's different options that we'll ask Mr. Pena about in a minute, but um, can you tell us kind of what a typical day in high school looks like? Well, school starts at uh, 740, I think. And we have five periods in the day. And usually on the average day, they're like 100 or 110 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes, I believe, something like that. And we have seven minutes uh, passing time and two minutes before the bell rings, uh, their music plays. And that usually changes every week. Although over uh, the Christmas area, we had um, Beat It by Michael Jackson playing for like a month. (laughs) Um, But... uh, we have five periods and um, lunch is during fourth hour and there's four lunches. So you can either go after third hour um, and then a third of the way through fourth hour or like two thirds of the way through fourth hour and then after fourth hour. So what time does school get out? Oh, school gets out at 220. 220. <laughs> um, that one I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Thursdays, it's a core day and um, early release. So Classes are more like 45 minutes, and that goes a lot faster. And you also have core after second hour, so there's basically six periods that day. But school gets out at 1.30. Um, I usually spend the time after school in the library, and I will read or do homework before uh, school or before sports start because mm-hmm. for me it's not necessarily worth it to drive home and drive back in like half an hour before sports, but a lot of people do go home early. John, can you add a little bit to that, too, about maybe some of the students that aren't in school for all five periods? Maybe they attend step programming or do PSEO. Um, can you talk a little bit about what those options look like, too? Yeah. So we'll t- have kids take um, PSEO. That's pretty much college courses, right, during, during the morning or maybe in the afternoon. And we have some kids that go to step in the morning or afternoon. And that, that is, um, you know, at the step building, they're really working on Maybe they've got some aviation courses, some culinary arts courses. Maybe they're working on, um, um, I'm trying to look for the word. Um, cosmetology. Cosmetology. I see you doing the hair thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get that yeah, word. Cosmetology, or they're working toward their CNA license or something like that. Really working toward the trade stuff, right? Vocational stuff. Um, you know, and then so kids will go there before or after school. Um, or before in the morning or in the, or in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, even during the day we have, um, you know, kiddos taken, like Lila was talking about some of our AP classes, you know, college credit classes while they're here. Um, we also have kids that, um, we offer opportunities for remediation and enrichment, right? Courses. Um, um, we really try to meet the kids where they're at as far as, um, 
you know, their academic level and always get, you know, working toward, you know, increasing that. But we, we try to provide the supports and accommodations that students need while they're here. Um, we also, um, for students, you know, during a normal day, some of them um, will have different activities that they participate in. Like sometimes our student council will have some meetings or our BSU will have some meetings and um, we'll get them together. And that's where they really work on some of their leadership capacities um, to share different, you know, share with the rest of the student body and, you know, events and whatnot. And so kids here, they get um, a wide, wide variety of, of opportunities. And, you know, some of the coolest things, you know, that I see are some of the, um, uh, the performances that our, that our students put on, you know, through, through some of those things, right? Um, you know, with our arts classes and um, some of the activity, like the Pep Fest, you should come to the Pep Fest. Yeah, I mean, they're awesome, you know. Yeah, they, there's, there's um, you know, the, the school spirit in there and the engagement activities that's going on in there. It, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. It's a lot of fun to watch. And the teacher kick lines. The teacher kick lines. <laughs> you know? And we even got that, um, uh, our robotics club. You know, was they got a robot and they drive it. I was gonna drive it around, but they were afraid I was gonna break it. So, but they had this robot, and I there's a video of it a couple of years ago, I want to say, where the robot shot a um, a ball, and made a half court shot, right? In the, oh wow! So, so we what we try to do during that time is really ex, you know provide exposures to our students of everything that's going on in our building. We're not just focused on um, athletics, or we're not just focused on you know the performing arts. We, you know, we we have an eclectic group of offerings for our kids and we really try to highlight all of those offerings um and you know just like some of the programs like deca you know our deca program um you know i would speak it's it's like what i got a trophy here for them right here to be honest with you you can look at that and we had we had 30 some of us 30 some odd students um qualify for the state deca um competition you know and a bunch of them qualified to go international and so those are the things we like to expose you know during some of those um times and but those are the things that our students are exposed to as well um so we have a large group of advisors here that put a lot of time energy and effort into you know creating that success for our kids too as i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast i mean a lot of things are similar i feel like with just the periods when i was in high school it seems like a long time ago but there are so many more options and especially with some of the clubs you're talking about or activities, maybe if you're not into athletics, there are a lot of a lot of other ways to be involved. And and you mentioned earlier, John, too, about the importance of having a caring adult. I feel like being involved in some of those activities, you also get to meet some really great adults that um, support students as they're on their journey to figure out what they are interested in, what they are good at, and what what, what how are those skills going to carry over to life after high school. So thank you both for sharing a little bit about what an actual day looks like and all of the other offerings. And I know that's not even all of the things that happen at each of our high schools every day or our non-traditional sites. So thanks for sharing that information. Um, Lila, so I know you're going to be graduating in June and knowing that there will be some some freshmen that will be joining Coon Rapids High School this this fall and all of our high schools across the district. Can you tell us a little bit or get, provide some tips for students who are entering high school, maybe around activities or classes or how to relationships? Because all of the middle schools are coming together. It's just a, a lot of change when you transition to high school. So what kind of tips can you offer those that are entering high school? First off, I will say, and I mean, I'm probably biased because I do sports all the time, but <laughs> I would recommend doing a sport. Um, maybe if it's just one um, for the whole year, but I I find it really helps me, especially with uh, school. A lot of people worry about practice times um, mm-hmm. 
and homework and that type of thing. And uh, that is kind of an issue, but I find myself a lot more motivated to do my homework, which is very important, after I have my practice. Because um, it, like, it clears your head. It makes you, not, makes you forget about school for however many hours you're doing that. And then you have like a fresh start when you get home. And I think that helped a lot. Uh, I know math isn't required in um, senior year. Uh, once you're done with like, I think stats and advanced algebra, um, you don't have to do any more. But if students are ahead, they can even work up to calculus and stuff. But a lot of people are afraid to. But I, I think if you um, if you can get through pre-calculus, honestly, calculus is a little easier, especially with Mr. Wynn. He is a great teacher. <laughs> um, but then as far as relationships go, I... Um, I'm not great with staying connected over text messages or anything like that. <laughs> it wasn't great for COVID, but um, I would say just simply like stay off your phone during lunch. Like unless you're sitting alone or something, that's completely understandable. But if you're with your friends, I'd say like interact with them, you know, like you can always text them later. You can always check your Snapchat or update um your story or whatever i you can always do that later i'd say just talk with them while you have them because even if you have them in a class uh hopefully you're at least paying a little attention um during instruction and stuff i saw john chuckle when you said that we should all take calculus maybe maybe you and i should try to sign up for that class next year too I, Lila, I know before when we were talking before the podcast, you had also, uh, what's your recommendation about doing a sport? I know you had mentioned that you do lacrosse as well in the spring and that you have some new people that are joining. So not everyone who participates in sports has been doing it their whole life. There is still a chance to join a sport or try something if you've never done it before, right? Yes, definitely. Definitely. We have, we have, uh, seniors, juniors joining for the first time. And actually one of our captains, in lacrosse is a senior and last year was her first year and she you know she did amazing and um like skiing my personal uh favorite sport and I think what I excel in the most I hadn't ever really done until I joined the high school team and I did join it in seventh grade but I mean I know a lot of people who didn't join until um high school and they made all conference awesome I you I was reading that you went to state twice in in Nordic, right? Yes. Congratulations on that. John, how about as a former middle school assistant principal and now a high school principal? Do you have any tips for parents and for and or for students who are entering their freshman year or transitioning to sophomore year, junior year? Are there any overall tips that you would want to provide? Yeah, you know, like Lila was saying about being involved, you know, some of the things, mm-hmm. you know, middle school is, is is really formative, you know, formative growth time for kids, you know, they're trying to find out um, who they are. That's when they start that exploration piece, right? They really start getting in tune with it. And so um, I would say one of the biggest things, and this is what I did when I got here was my message was get involved in the school somehow, get involved in outside of the academic realm, right? I mean, everybody's going to come here, we're all going to do our academic stuff, which is um, why are we here? Right? Yeah. I mean, so, don't get me so it's not a message to use that. I mean, that's that's the that's you know that's the core of why we're here. But I think what what helps us to succeed more in that area 
is being involved outside of that as well because that builds a connection to our school, right? That and that that really, really, in my opinion, um, starts working on that climate and culture of our building because the more involved we are, the more engaged we are, the more engaged we are, the more we're going to share that with our peers. Um, and that's our staff as well. You know, get involved in, in different activities in the school. Don't, you know, I know some of us have young families at home. And, but when you can, come on to a different event. You know, watch some of your students participate in, their, in whatever they're excelling in, whether it's in the performing arts, you know, whether it's in the one-act play, the choir, lacrosse, um, football, basketball. You know, we always talk about the big sports and this, that, the other. That's what, you know, everybody thinks about when they talk about schools. But I'm, I'm talking about all, the, all that as well. But there's tons of activities for our kids to be involved in. And I, you know, I went on there that first day, you know, I kind of made a fool of myself and that's part of it. It's part of trying to run with these guys. I mean, I went with the cheerleaders and, you know, I was trying to cheer. I tried to play tennis and, you know, the kids are running me back and forth. I thought I was going to have a heart attack out there trying to hit the ball, you know, playing softball, the girl pitching. I, I, I couldn't, I, I mean, they were laughing at me. Because she's throwing the ball, and I'm like, all right, I finally got it timed. And the next thing you know, she throws a change up, and I'm swinging three hours before the ball's even left her hand. And so, but part of it is, you know, I, I went out there, and that was purposeful because, you know, I want our kids to understand we can try things, and they cannot be for you. But keep trying. You know, you're going to find something um, that you can engage with. And it's okay to try something and fail. That's okay. It's okay to try and fail. Um, it's just, you know, I, I heard something about, you know, you get knocked down seven times, you just got to get up eight, right? And so it's all about, you know, taking a risk, putting yourself out there, um, failing, and succeeding, right? So that's what it's all about. And I, I think if our parents encourage um, their kiddos, you know, especially transitioning from, you know, middle school to high school, is get involved, get engaged, you know, get involved, get engaged, do stuff, even if you don't like it, because I'm telling you right now, you might not like it now, but as soon as you try it, it's something completely different. Like, I'll be honest with you, high school principal, I'll tell you right now, I'd have never thought this when I started my education career. I'm an elementary teacher. My, 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 my teaching license is K-6, right? My last year of teaching was kindergarten. So I went from a kindergarten classroom in June to a middle school in August, right? And so, and I would have never thought about being a high school principal. I always thought I wanted to be an elementary school principal. Why? Because that's where I taught. That's where I, you know, mm -hmm. and now I'm like middle school. Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I'm like, I'm like kids are going to drive me crazy. But then I went there and I'm like, wow, I get these kids. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what that says for my maturity level, but you know, <laughs> I, I get the kids. I, I, I'm on their same wavelength. You know, I mean, I, I connected with them and I loved it. It was awesome. And then, um, you know, and then I thought, hey, you know, I'm going to be in you know, middle school principal one day. Right. And then um, all of a sudden, um, you know, a couple of years ago, my wife, who's like I said, works at Blaine. In Blaine. She said uh, she was John. She was um, I think you might like high school. She's like, I just listened to the interactions that the kids have with the staff. And she's like, I think you would like that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, not, yeah, whatever. And then um, then all of a sudden this position came up and and just thinking about my wife and you know, kind of her words and um, thinking about my interactions. Cause when I was when I when I graduated college and 
you know, I helped coach um, wrestling at, at Oxford College. Where, where is you're looking at college? I'm telling you. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I stayed on seven years to help coach the wrestling team. So I coached, you know, 18 to 23 year olds, you know, right out of high school. And so I reflected back on some of those times as well as, you know, listening to my wife and my wife she probably knows me better than anybody. So she has a pretty good gauge, you know, even though I might not see it, I think she, right. you know, and, um, and so this position came up and I said, all right, I'll go for it. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And lo and behold, Lila and I are sitting here talking to you <laughs> and, um, and I'm telling you, it's a blast. It's a blast to see these kids every single day do what they do. Mm-hmm. It's a blast. Like I said earlier, to watch these kids in social discourse. It's a blast to watch them grow throughout the year and develop their relationships. Um, it's something I would have never expected um, me to enjoy, you know, because like I said, you know, elementary teacher. And, mm-hmm. um, but I tried it, right? I'm trying this principal thing at the high school, right? And, um, and I'm enjoying it. And that's the message I would give to our families with their kids. Try something you never thought you'd like. You just might. You know, and and um, not only get engaged for your own personal self, get engaged for your social self, because as soon as you get involved in an activity, you automatically have this nucleus of a family that you never had before. You know, when when you go out for the Nordic team, how many kids do you have on that team? Uh, 45, 45. Like that. You got 45 friends right there as soon as you walk mm-hmm. in. You have, you have a common goal. You have a commonality. You're going right. to do stuff every day. You have that connection. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go for the football team. You automatically have a hundred friends. Right? <laughs> right. You go for the basketball team. You automatically have fifty more friends. You know, it, it's a way to create some connections. You go for the theater. I bet we have like forty kids in our theater program as well. You got hundreds of kids in our choir and orchestra programs, right? In our DECA program, we have over forty kids in that. Our NHS, we have I think we're up about like eighty to ninety kids, maybe more. Um, as soon as you get engaged in one of those activities, you automatically have an instant connection. Um, that I think is, is, is going to be a positive impact on you throughout your, your high school career. So get engaged, do something, take a risk, fail, take a risk, succeed. I think even those points are really great for adults too. Not even people that are graduating or that are in high school, right? Like it is okay to take a risk for all of us and to Mm -hmm. try new things. And we're not pigeonholed to do one thing that there are a lot of opportunities for all of us out there. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, some things I, I was thinking about as takeaways that I'll share that I, I learned from, from our conversation today, and I'll ask you if you have any other takeaways. But the first thing I learned is, Lila, you are amazing. You are articulate. You're smart. You have three-sport athlete. Just thank you for being here and sharing all about you today, and I, I, I loved having this conversation with you. Um, some of the things as the, the other things I learned besides that are, um, well, John, you're, all, you're amazing as well but I knew you, I didn't know her before, um, was first just list, Lila, you had mentioned, um, and John, you had mentioned in kind of the same way, but from the adult lens and from the student lens, but listening and talking and encouraging, right? Like putting our phones away and having the conversations at lunch, or if you're the parent, putting your phone away and having a conversation or listening to your child when they're telling you things and, and asking questions to them. And then um, kind of that same thing, but just really interacting with those that you have class with, Maybe it's not your best friend, but in in your class, you may have a conversation with someone about calculus because that's in your calculus class and that's what you do. And you realize like, I really like this person as my friend, even though I don't talk to them outside of that class. Right. Um, And then also 
trying new things and taking a risk. I think that that's really important as you're entering ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, and beyond, right? If you're going to college, Lila, if you decide to do trade school, or if you just decide to have a job, all of those things still apply to us across our lifetime. It never changes. And then lastly, there are a lot of options. There are a lot of options when you when you're going to high school, what that's going to look like, and it, whether it's your classes, your coursework, your activities, your sports that you belong in, but also after college, after high school, excuse me, there's a lot of options that you have as well. So those are some of the takeaways I had had from our conversation today. Are there any other things that you guys would want to share with our audience as we wrap up our podcast? One more piece of advice for freshmen is, I guess, don't too overload it with uh, mm-hmm. AP classes or honors when you first start. I didn't, but um, I guess there's not too many to choose from. Yeah, most people are pretty um, conservative with that. My one friend, Anna, wasn't, but she pulled it off. She's number one in the class. So. <laughs> Some people can do it and... Um, but don't stress about not taking super advanced classes if that's something you're used to. Also, like I came from middle school and I took basically every advanced class they had. Um, and there's not nearly so many in middle school, but um, yeah, just, I didn't take every advanced class possible. I, I took what um, I was comfortable with and I, I was, I didn't want to overwork myself because some some people just go too hard in some directions and they just lose every other aspect of their life so if you can like keep keep your life balanced i suppose that's the goal (laughs) (laughs) that is a really great message i'm gonna i'm gonna take that for me too john how about you any other takeaways you know um well just an example of right that right there that takeaway like i said you know our, our kids are our kids are, um, you know, way further along their journeys than, than, than I was when I was their age. You know, um, to have a profound statement like that, keep your life balanced. You know, I think, you know, that's, no, I'm serious, Lila. I mean, there, there, there are some adults that don't understand that concept. And, um, you know, so, I, so when we talk about, you know, profound impacts, I mean, right there, you know, I, I want you to go tell your, your, your teachers some of that too sometimes because I think the more we do some self-care the, the better we're going to do while we're, while we're in this space and so um, just having kiddos around me like this is a takeaway but you know she just speaks to what goes on here you know at, at, at Coon Rapids High School I mean um, you know Lila's sitting here next to me and she's doing some great things um, in our space um, but there's hundreds of other kids here that do the same you know she's an example of what we have here you know she's an example of what our school is um, she's a, she's an example of, um, you know, the greatness that we can be as well, you know, because I, like I say, we, we can always stay there and say, we're good. We can <laughs> say we're good and we are good. Um, but we're not going to sit on good. We're, we're going to work toward being great. Right. Um, being good's okay, but being great is better. And, um, you know, and we're going to keep working there. And every time we think we're great, we're going to say, okay, let's set a new milestone. And so, um, we're going to keep working hard. And, and Lila is just an example of that hard work and effort. You know, I, how many sports have you participated in throughout your whole high school career? Uh, I did, um, I started lacrosse eighth grade, cross country ninth grade, but I did tennis in 10th grade and I didn't like it. So I went back to cross country for 11th and 12th. <laughs> then I've done Nordic since seventh grade. So, you know, just what I was talking about, an example of take a risk, <laughs> right? 
And, and it works out or it doesn't. Yeah. You know, there's no shame in that. It, it's part of life, right? Um, and, and then she's like, hey, yeah, I like this better. It's not like, you know, I like this better. So I'm going to go do what I enjoy more, right? And so example, another example of um, what we're going to encourage here, what we're going to continue to encourage. And, you know, in partnership with families, you know, um, in partnership with families, you know, really, um, you know, hopefully they feel welcome in our space and hopefully they feel welcome engaging with us. And I invite them to. Um, I encourage it because, um, you know, everybody talks about you talk to any principal, right? And they'll say, um, and I said this way earlier in the beginning of the year, they, you know, not every principal, a lot of them say my building, my building, my building, right? Um, I don't really say my building because um, not mine. You know, um, I, somebody just gave me the keys and said, hey, take care of this space, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they said, take care of this space. And um, this is not my building. You know, I'm just a steward, you know, right here. It belongs to her, um, her peers. Um, our family members, our staff. I mean, when we talk about a school, you know, it, it's it's really, you know, say a village takes a village to raise a child, right? Um, and and that's that that's what hopefully that's the message I share with our kids and our families is that we're all in this space together. So let's let's partner it away. You know, this is not my building; it belongs to Lila, you know, and her peers. And so we want to make it the best we can for them. So. If, if there's a takeaway for that, I want our families and our students to feel that this is their space, not mine. Mm-hmm. Thank you both so much for being here today, sharing a little bit about yourselves, sharing about your experience, and um, we really appreciate your time. And I hope those that are listening have picked up some, some tips and some takeaways that will help them and their students or their youth as they're transitioning into a new part of their their life or their their schooling experience so thank you both so much yeah thank you for having us thank you thank you for listening this resource is produced as a partnership between the anoka hennepin parent engagement program and student services department be sure to check out additional episodes in the parent engage 360 podcast series for more information or to share feedback visit ahschools.us slash parentengage360.